0: Today we'll be reading and considering Psalm 99. I'm really excited to share this psalm with you. Amen. Amen. It's a great privilege to be able to do this. Yes. Amen. So this psalm is very simple, it comes right to the point. Our God is on His throne and He is holy, so we should praise Him today. Amen. Trusting in God has been a favorite topic of mine lately, but there is higher ground than just believing He'll do what He said He'd do. Although that is important. Psalm 37.3 says, Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. This is a wonderful promise, but David desired more than just believing and being fed. As we all know, the next verse says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Amen. David not only trusted in the Lord, he delighted or took great pleasure in him and his characteristics. Yes. He promises to give us the desires of our hearts if we do this. It's, it's a great promise. Amen. So let's delight in a couple of God's attributes. This Amen. psalm before us emphasizes his dominion and his holiness. Amen. By dominion or domination, I mean his power Amen. or right of governing and controlling, yes. his sovereign authority, lordship, sway, control, or influence. Dominion does not mean his omnipotence. He certainly is all-powerful, but his dominion means his ability and choice to use that power to impose his will over all. Amen. Yes. He is a king against whom there is no rising up. Amen. No one is able to oppose our God. His holiness means his complete inability to tolerate any form of sin. Yes. Right. For a holy God to be satisfied, a price must be paid for sin. That price has been paid for his saints. Thank you, Lord Jesus yes. Christ. Amen. Amen. The wicked will pay the price for their sins throughout eternity in the lake of fire. Yes. Let's so let's humble ourselves and delight in our glorious God. Please follow along as I read Psalm 99. The Lord reigneth. Amen. Let the people tremble. Amen. He sitteth between the cherubims. Let the earth be moved. The Lord is great in Zion, and he is high above all the people. Let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. Yes. The king's strength also loveth judgment. Thou dost establish equity Thou executest judgment and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt ye the Lord our God, and worship at his footstool, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among them that call upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. He spake unto them in the cloudy pillar. They kept his testimonies and the ordinance that he gave them. Thou answeredest them, O Lord our God. Thou wast a God that forgavest them, though thou tookest vengeance of their inventions. Exalt the Lord our God, and worship at his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. Amen. 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 Brethren, the Lord reigneth. Amen. He is on the throne, so tremble before him. He is the blessed and only potentate, Amen. the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, Amen. whom no man hath seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. Amen. That's from First Timothy 6. This great God is totally independent from all others. He doesn't need you or me. He is, his name is I Am. Yeah. He exists. <laughs> Consider His angels. Though incredibly powerful, they have to shield themselves from His glory. Right. Let the people tremble. Let the earth be moved. Amen. Verse 2, The Lord is great in Zion, and He is high above all the people. He is not a God watching from a distance. It says here he is great in Zion. He is actively influencing and showing his greatness among men. Proverbs twenty-one-one says, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. Let's consider the best of the kings of this world. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. This man had absolute and total control over all men in his kingdom. If you displeased him, he could just decide to cut you into pieces, bulldoze your home, and then dump a pile of sewage onto what was left. That is a lot of power and authority. But he lifted himself up in pride, though, and didn't humble himself before the Almighty. After the Lord crushed him for his arrogance and pride for seven long years, this is what he had to say about that experience in Daniel 4. How great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion is from generation to generation. Later on in Daniel 4. Daniel 4, it says, And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? How about Pharaoh of Egypt? He enslaved an entire nation of Jews and forced them into hard labor. He also decided the Israelites were growing too quickly, so he decreed all Israelite baby boys should just be killed the moment they were born. Notice the power and dominion this man had over others' lives. Here's what our God had to say to this man. For now I will stretch out my hand, that I may smite thee and thy people with pestilence, and thou shalt be cut off from the earth. And in very deed for this cause have I raised thee up, for to show in thee my power, and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. This man's entire purpose in life was to give an opportunity for Jehovah to show his great power and to get himself a name among men. What an awesome display of our God's domination. Verse 3, let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. So what should we do with this knowledge? Here's the answer. Praise his name. Why? For he is holy. He deserves our worship and praise, whether it be singing to him in church and at home, talking about him with others, or most importantly, living a life that pleases him. We worship him by doing what he told us to do. Verse 4, the king's strength also loveth judgment. Thou dost establish equity. Thou executest judgment and righteousness in Jacob. Not only is he king over all, he is perfectly fair, just and right in all his actions. Deuteronomy thirty two, four says, He is a rock, his work is perfect. All his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity. Just and right is he. Amen. Verse five Exalt ye the Lord our God, and worship at his footstool, for he is holy. Amen. Here again we have a call from the Psalmist to lift up the Lord's name and to worship him, for he is holy. Praise him, brothers. Exalt him. Fall on your knees in your heart yes. before him. Yes. Verses 6 through 8. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among them that call upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. He spake unto them in the cloudy pillar. They kept his testimonies and the ordinance that he gave them. Thou answeredest them, O Lord our God. Thou wast a God that forgavest them, though thou tookest vengeance of their inventions. Here are some of Israel's most prominent men. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. In Exodus 3, it says, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God answered Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Aaron assisted Moses in speaking with Pharaoh, and was the high priest of God. And Samuel called upon his name from his youth. For the most part, they kept the commandments of God, and the Lord blessed them for it. Though he forgave their sins, he did punish them. The most notable of such a case was Moses, who, when instructed by God to speak to a rock so that water could uh, water the Israelites, he struck the rock. After nearly an entire life as the leader of God's people, this one transgression cost him the entrance to the promised land. This should cause us to fear. He is merciful, but we must live righteous lives. Verse 9, exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. Yes. One final time, the psalmist exhorts us to lift up the name of the Lord our God. Worship him, fear him, make changes in your life to be more like him. In other words, to be more holy. Yes. Yes. He is so much higher than us. He is faithful and just to forgive us for our past failures if we ask him. Yes. I thought Matthew twenty one fourteen was an excellent cross-reference. And whosoever shall fall on this stone stone shall be broken, but whomsoever it shall fall, it shall grind him to powder. It will grind him to powder. Let's make sure we're in the former category and not the latter. May the Lord be praised and help us to serve him better. Amen.